they have the right to change. They do not have the right to change this. No, says J-Fal. J-Fal, the squad is hot, baby. Good morning. It's 508. There's Don. There's Chris. There's Elaine. I'm Trey. Good morning, San Antonio. 210-599-5555. It's Wednesday, May 4th. The Democrats are still in control, and that means everything is costing you more. Illegal immigration is overrunning the U.S. cities, and crime rules our streets in America. But, 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 November is coming, baby. A report last night from the KSAT 12 Defenders. Johnson High School student allowed back on campus after a violent attack, and then he struck again, again, KSAT Defenders. Reporting that the Northeast Independent School District officials say... They're bound by legal guidelines to allow the student to get public education. This happened over at Johnson High School. A freshman has been allowed to return to campus months after he violently assaulted a classmate. Now he faces a felony assault charge. KSAT reporting that he attacked an assistant principal at the school. The alleged assaults occurred within six months of each other. And now parents over there are concerned about the district's ability to provide a safe environment for their children. First incident occurred late October, courtyard over at school. The video is violent. You can watch the video over at the KSAT website. Shows the teen reacting to a classmate who went over and jerked his shorts down. Oh, I know. How awful is that? That's terrible. It's a horrible thing. It's happened 10 gazillion times on planet Earth. Had it done to me a few times. I just reached down, pulled him back up. But not this guy. He turned around, chased down the kid, struck the classmate in the face, stomping the boy's skull into the concrete after the boy falls to the ground. Then he kicked the teen multiple times before he walked away. Oh, by the way, I have to mention here, the guy that he beat up was not the guy who pulled his shorts down. Lisa Piat, Piat, Piat. Um, it was her son. Said her child was much smaller in stature than the attacker. Of course, you don't pick on somebody your own size, you know. And her son's injuries included a concussion, a broken nose, a black eye, a bruising and swelling of his eyeball, and more. Of course, the emotional trauma as well. She said the school's staff informed her shortly after her son was beaten up that his attacker had been in two previous fights during the first nine weeks of the fall semester. Well, then what the hell is this boy doing in this school? What the hell? Then there's Snapchat images obtained by the KSAT 12 defenders showing that just days after being arrested, he made posts on social media mocking the boy that he beat up. I don't think you're supposed to mock people online anymore. I think Jose Menendez got a law passed at the last legislative session or the one before that that says you don't mock kids on, on social media. No, you don't. It's a law that so Jose Menendez got passed. I remember talking to him about it. I'll read that in a minute, Elaine. It's way over there. I'll have to get up and read it in a second. Apparently, the guy put on uh, Snapchat... Some expletive was vomiting blood, and I'm L-M-F-A-O about it. And a caption said he didn't regret doing it. The mama said she was stunned when she learned that the attacker would be going back to school in January despite facing a misdemeanor assault charge. My child is entitled to an education that is safe and free of intimidation and bullying. You're right, mama. He sure is. And so is every other kid on that campus. So is every other kid on that campus. But NEISD officials have defended the move to return the teen to Johnson after the first assault, stating the district is legally required to provide a public education to every child. Violent attackers, too, huh? Okay. That's what they say. On April 14th, the teen charged with assaulting the son was arrested again after repeatedly punched an assistant principal inside an on-campus office, causing him to bleed from his head and face, according to a Northeast Independent School District police incident report. 
The administrator was hospitalized. The boy whipped him bad enough to put the assistant principal in the hospital. But he gets to come back because, you know, we got to provide an education. The police over there, the investigation of the incident included a picture of the administrator's face. District officials have refused to release a copy of the image, stating the victim did not want the photograph released publicly. The teen charged with felony assault on a public servant taken to the Bear County Juvenile Detention Center, according to records. Executive Director of Communications Aubrey Chancellor said she was prohibited from discussing specific details about either assault. As a public school district, we most certainly have an obligation to educate every child. We certainly understand that there's concern. Really? But we must follow the law. We must follow the law. Expulsion of a student can only take place in very, very limited situations, such as the student is a known sex offender. It's tough. The video is tough to watch, Chancellor said. But again, we must follow the law, which means letting that student come back. That student has a right to come back. The, the assaulter, the attacker, has a right to come back and receive a public education. I know that's difficult to hear. The mama said her child has suffered lingering effects from the attack, including a slightly disfigured nose, anxiety, and depression. I get it. I was attacked at my school, and I know how you feel about that. I know how somebody feels about that. When somebody steps out from underneath a, a set of stairs, and you don't see it coming, and you, you punched. I also had a knife taken at me in high school one time. So I know it. I know how that feels. Um, okay, so uh, 210-599-5555. I got another story from another school, but I got to take a break first. Uh, this goes into the tranny stuff from an, from another local school that I was contacted about, and I'll talk about that in our next segment. But uh, you know what? Slip of the calls here. Um, uh, the, the folks, the spokespeople over at um, Northeast, that's the case that defender story. And the folks over at Northeast say the attacker has a history of attacking, apparently, we, we see him on video attacking a child that did nothing, an innocent child that didn't pull his pants down, did nothing to him, then attacking an assistant principal so, so bad that he goes in the hospital. And now Northeast says, yep, but we're bound by the law, so he's got to – he can come back. Johnson High School. We, do we have any Johnson parents or grandparents out there that might be concerned for the safety of their children? I mean, with everything that goes on <laughs> – Every time we hear about one of these things, whether it's an attack like this or one of these school shootings or something like that, we we always hear that there was some precondition. There was something that happened before that could have prevented the ultimate tragedy from happening. Right? We always do. Am I wrong about that? We always hear. Either the FBI had an eye on this person and the FBI didn't think that this person was going to be a problem or whatever, or this person, like Mr. Sutherland Springs or whatever, you know, had a, had a track record of violent, violent activity. You got an opportunity to do something about it. But instead, they say the boy can come back to school after he, I, I don't know, treatment or whatever, whatever he's going through, right? Whatever kind of treatment or locked up or whatever. What do you think? 210-599-5555 traffic weather. FM 1071. All right. So we have that story that's from Johnson High School over there from the KSAT uh, 12 Defenders. And again, if you want to see the violent video, you can just check it out over there. They've got it for you. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. Okay. I was also reached out to by someone concerning a local junior high school. You got girls... At a local junior high school, you're going to love this one. You're going to love this one. These girls at a local junior high school are identifying now as animals. And in the classroom, they are barking and meowing. And they are being allowed to bark and meow in the classroom without being stopped because that would discriminate against the dogs and the cats in the classroom. Now, where did they learn this stuff? You know where they learned it. They learned it at school. This is what this is a result of. Every, we are now reaping what we have sown in our school systems across this country. I realize that's painting with a broad brush. Not every teacher, not every school, not every. I agree, but that's where this crapola comes from, baby, right here. So you got girls at a local junior high school barking, meowing in the classroom, and they're being allowed to do that because that would discriminate. So that means here's what that means. 
when the teacher asks a question of them and the teacher wants a response to a question from them, they bark the answer. They meow the answer. They bay. They whatever other animals that might be in that classroom, they do. That's how they are responding to questions that the teachers are asking them. And, and this is San Antonio. Well, it's here. It's local. I, 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 I won't say yet. I won't say yet. But it's here local. And if, if a teacher says, I need the answer in English, please, the teacher can't say that. The teacher's being prohibited from saying that because that is discrimination against cats and against dogs that are in the classroom. Instead of grades, are they given treats? I guess so. That's probably what they should do. <laughs> I, think sure. we, I think we ought to treat them like dogs and cats. Said. Set up litter boxes in the room. I hope they sit when they're told to sit. Exactly right. If they need to go potty, open the door. Say, go outside. There's a yard out there. Go. If they go misbeha- potty out there. If they misbehave, they rattle the newspaper at them. <laughs> Spray them in the face. I think that's what they should do. Yeah, exactly. Spray them, Spray them in the face. <laughs> so get, get a bottle of water, and when they act up, <laughs> right in the face. Let me guess. The, the students aren't allowed to say anything either, because that's normally what no. would stop that. Yeah, no, the students can't say anything. Nobody the, can say anything to them. They're, they're just, it's, it's, it's all known that this is a hands-off policy. You can't, you can't say anything to them. Now, in the same school, you got a trans student. In fifth grade, demanded equal access to the bathrooms. The school made all fifth grade bathrooms one in, one out for a week. They hired a bathroom monitor. But the kids were missing entire classes because one in, one out. I mean, you could be in there a while, you know, and you got to wait. You're standing outside waiting to go in there. How many holes were in a bathroom, in, in, a, in a school bathroom? Does anybody remember? I, I Let me think back. This was a long time ago, but I remember about four urinals and about the same number of pots. You guys got the same number? We So yeah, eight holes? It was about that. About eight holes. Yeah. Sink, whatever. So uh, you, you're taking out, you're, 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 out, of, out of eight holes, you're taking out seven because it's one in and one out. So kids were missing the entire class, entire subjects. So then what they did was they told the tranny to go over and go in the um, in the faculty bathroom with the faculty, right? That's what they did. And this same person, boy, the same boy is planning is the family is back to uh, being represented by the ACLU and plans to run girls track. So, but anyway, back on the barking and meowing and neighing and baying, you know. Um, how stupid do we need to get? No, really. How stupid do we need to get? Do we, does this sound does this sound stupid to anybody other than me? Am I the only one that thinks having children in a in a classroom uh, meowing and barking answers to teachers and meowing and barking to other students and the teacher can't do anything about it because that's discrimination. Am I the only one who thinks that's stupid? Well, hopefully it stops before the students start going in the front of the classroom and laying on their back and insisting on belly scratches. Don't don't think they have it. <laughs> what makes you think they have done it already? <laughs> I like it right here on the hind side too, man. It makes my leg do this. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't you get that little, uh, 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 yeah, you get that sure. in the right place? Yeah. I just, you know, and the thing is, I don't, I don't mean to be all like, about this. This future of the country, man. We got, these people are going to be running corporations, right? Well, maybe not. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, Trey, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. I, mean, I guess they, you're right. They sure can try. But, uh, <laughs> I think it's just an excuse for them to go up and knock stuff off a shelf. Oh, God, that's right. That's yeah, right. They just want to go around and sniff each other's butts. You need. <laughs> Don't think they haven't tried. Probably, yeah. Don't think they haven't tried. I need to pet the cat. How else do you know who it is? Right. That's how right. you find out who it is. <sighs> well, that's Debbie. <sighs> Bill, what would you like to say about this lunacy? 
Well, I, I was just listening to you, to you guys right now and what you were saying. I was just going to about, just about to say, I guess you guys just beat me to them. Do, do, do the teachers get to pet the students after they, if they're cooperative? Can they pet them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rub them right behind the ears. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yes, Good boy. A male teacher to, to a female student. Uh, that's what that would lead to. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm all for it if they could put a shock collar on them. Yeah, I think that's that's a good idea. And some shock wire around, don't you think? Invisible fence. Yeah, yeah. invisible fence, shock wire, shock collar on them. All right, I tell you what, let's let's break for the news. I had a guest for the next half hour, but we're going to, I tell you what, th- these two stories, and I've got a CDC story. And, of course, it's not a leak, it's an operation, like I told you yesterday. And I know what their goal is and what they plan on doing with this whole uh, Supreme Court ruling or, or this opinion on the Supreme Court. So, uh, you know what, let's just, let's just get into this and take your calls. Um, in a local junior high school, kids, girls are identifying as animals. And they are being allowed to bark and meow in class without being stopped because that would discriminate against these kids. Then you got this case at Defender story, this boy over at Johnson High School who allegedly beat up a kid who did not pull his pants down and uh, then allegedly has a history of beating people up or violent behavior. And then allegedly when he came back to the school, he was uh, uh, beat up a, an assistant principal and hospitalized an assistant principal. And the Northeast spokesperson says if he, if he wants to come back, well, then he's going to be allowed, after all that violence, to come back. 210 <laughs> 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 Yeah. Alamo Heights. Alamo Heights. Got issues at Alamo Heights. Of all the schools in the area. Would you think this would be going on at Alamo? Alamo freaking heights. Oh, you will. You do. Do you really? Why? Why? Why would you say it would be? I. I. I man, <laughs> that's I, I, the mascot. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Is that a jackass? No, it's a mule. It's not a jackass. It's a mule. Yeah, mule, right? No, we used to say that when we play football against. Hey, you got to go play the jackasses. <laughs> well, I, I think when you have that much money, you're automatically eclectic. Is that what it is? <laughs> you're automatically <laughs> weird. Your kids, yeah. <laughs> you're just a weirdo. So the, the story is, <laughs> yes. you've got this this group of students at, at the high school. Yeah, at the who, junior high. At the junior high. Yeah, school, these girls. Who, uh, these girls who identify as dogs and cats. Uh-huh. And so when they are asked a question uh-huh. by the teacher, right. they respond as dog or cat that's, would by, that's correct. by barking or meowing. Uh-huh. Which leads me to the next question. Yeah. And and, and Chris and, and Trey, you can answer this if you Sure. If, if you were in school uh-huh. and you could identify as an animal right. in class, which, which animal would you A be? bull. You yeah. know me. A bull? I'm a bull in a yeah. china shop, baby. Right, Chris? Probably an owl. Owl? I'll, say, I'll see you all tonight. Oh, I'll see you all tonight. <laughs> I'll see you all tonight. Yeah. See, I, I would be a, a bear. Because then I could just hibernate the entire Well, that's true, too. <laughs> Plus, he's covered in hair. Yeah, so I'd just be back there sleeping. Scratching against yeah. the wall, against the door frame. He's scratching his back, you know, right. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, no. Like, fall asleep in class, and the teacher try to wake me up. I'm like, yo, dude, I'm hibernating yeah, back hey, here. Hey, leave me alone I'm back here. Right, on, right. Man. No, I'm a bull. I'm a bull in a China. I'm a bull in every way. Every way you can describe a bull, that would be me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> it's true. So, uh uh, the story, if you're just now waking up, I'm Trey, he's Don, he's Chris, and Elaine is right over here, and the phones are on at 210-599-5555. You know, I, I have a lot of friends from Alamo Heights, you know? I dated a girl at Alamo Heights. It was a long time ago. Uh, she was some. Wait, who lived in Alamo Heights? No, no, she went to school there. there. I didn't go to. I didn't live over. Man, that's too too rich for my blood. I was in the pole. I was in the pole East Hill Hills, man. I was right over here in the pole East Hill Hills. I, I, I maybe just went to dinner at the barn door or something and called that a day to the girl. Oh well, no, 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 no. I used to, I used to meet her at the different places over there, swimming pool, Alamo Heights swimming pool and stuff. But anyway, right. I got friends, you know. Sure. Gerwitz is from over there, you know, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. I got friends over there, you know. I do as well. And uh, believe it or not, do you? Yes. <laughs> How'd that happen? I have no idea. You have no. to tell me that story later. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, here we are, and uh, at the junior high, they have girls that identify as animals in the classroom, and they're barking, 
baying, meowing, and, well, I don't know, whatever else kind of noises they can emit. And the teachers are not allowed to say anything to them, and the teachers are not allowed to tell them to answer in a, a human language because that discriminates against them because that's what they identify as. Now, I'm just calling this really bat stuff stupid. You know what I mean? It's just stupid. And uh, I, but but of course I take things seriously. You know I tend to think take I, I tend to take education seriously. So and I know nobody else does well, anymore. Yeah, why why I mean, should we take education seriously anymore? Yeah, Who gives a hell? I wonder if that's even being considered about the the level of distraction that is for the other students. Well, exactly who are there who are actually trying to go there and get the job done. That's I mean, why I was contacted. Yeah. That's exactly why I was contacted. Well, it's a good. huge distraction. I'm sure it is. And but they can't do anything about it because you know ACLU's sitting there going, hey, 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 I smell money. <laughs> I smell money. I can sue. I can sue. I don't know how many uh, superintendents have told me over the years their number one expense is lawyers. Did you know that it's not oh, it's not totally, keeping the lights on? No, totally believe it. It's not insurance. It's not water for the bathrooms. It's not football gear. Their number one expense is attorneys. Because you got the ACL, you want to sue over everything. You know, leave my baby alone. What you doing? I'm going to sue, man. Yeah, so that's the way it is. And then they got, and, and I'll dig into the story further. They got in, in fifth grade, which is elementary, elementary. They got a fifth grade student who's a boy acting like a girl. Also being um, backed by the ACLU, he wanted to use the girls' bathroom. So the school said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do one in and one out. We had to hire a school, a bathroom monitor, one in and one out, one in and one out. Well, kids were missing entire classes, entire classes, because one in, one out. You got eight holes in there, I think, something like that, right, because you got four pots and four urinals if, you're, if it's a guy's bathroom. And I guess maybe in the girls' restroom it may be four pots, maybe more. I don't know. I've never been in a girls' restroom. And you know what? Hey, guys, I've never wanted to go in a girls' restroom. I, I have run out, we have run out of paper towels here in the men's restroom. Right, Chris? That's happened. You've seen it. And I'm here by myself. There's no other soul in this bathroom. None. And I will not go in the women's bathroom to see if they have paper towels. I kid you not. It's just the way I was raised. Stay out of there, boy. It's not your place. You do not go in there. I, you're looking at me like you don't believe me. I'm telling you. No, I believe you. I'm just as God is my witness sitting here. I'm just wondering what would happen on the one day you do decide to go in there at two. <laughs> could probably be somebody there, in there. Somebody in there. There's somebody in there, right? So that's pro- <laughs> that's why I don't. But uh, no, I'm here by myself, and it's you know one, two, three, four, three o'clock in the morning, and I, I don't. Nope, I'm not going in there. Well, plus you have your pick of trees out front. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you just go on the tree. <laughs> He knows that that's true because I post pictures of my favorite tree, yeah. and that tree was a sapling when it began. It was an acorn, actually, <laughs> and this thing is a giant oak now, mm-hmm. and it was just, that was just a month ago. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, this kid, uh, they, they hired a bathroom. Now the kid's going into the, the, the um, staff bathroom, right, and he is going to run as a she on the track team next year. And it, it, by the way, this story is part of their uh, school board election at the point at, at right now because parents are, are turning out. Uh, it, you know, the insanity in the schools is way out of control. Let me talk about the Johnson thing for a second because this was a case that defender story. And if you want to see the video, you can go over there. But a guy is at recess and another kid comes up and pulls his shorts down. Okay. Uh, Wrong thing to do, but still happens a gazillion times. You know what you do? Because I've had it happen to me. You just reach down and pull your shorts back up. That's all you do. And you tie them tighter next time. Well, but the, this was a elastic thing, right, which is what I wear now when I wear shorts. So oh, okay. So he, somebody pulled his short. He didn't do it himself. No. Somebody, 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 somebody walked up behind him and yanked his shorts down. Know, did, 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 How many times did that happen did, to you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got pantsed. Huh? You got pantsed. Right. right. Is that what they call it? Well, I, I, I've actually had... Uh, you know, I've seen it happen in in the locker room. I've had it happen to me, and I reached down, pull them back up. It happened to me right out here in the hall. Well, I was going to say, yeah. I've seen it happen, and guys take off with the shorts and throw them outside. Right. I've seen that happen, too. Not right. mine, but I've seen that happen, too, and you got to go outside and get, get your shorts. Get right. On a telephone so, wire. You know, it's <laughs> stupid, stupid kid stuff. 
But he turns around and beats snot out of this kid. And I mean, to the point where he's kicking him in the head, bashing his skull against the ground. The wrong kid. Uh, that's where I was going. Mm-hmm. Wrong kid. Didn't beat the right kid. Or there's no right kid. Shouldn't have beat up anybody for that. Just go, what the hell? You know, leave me alone. Um, or tell somebody authority, hey, tell him to quit janking my pants down. You know, that kind of thing. Whatever. Right. He turned around and beat him. So kid uh, is all tore up, you know. <clears throat> wrong kid. Beat the wrong kid up. Didn't didn't hit the kid that... Uh, they did it. Turns to come to find out, he's allegedly, supposedly got a history of this. This is all on KSAT. Allegedly, supposedly got a history of this kind of violent behavior. Northeast says he's got to be able to come back to school, so they let him back in and allegedly, supposedly beats up an assistant principal when he comes back and puts the assistant principal in the hospital. Whooped his ass to the point, I'll tell you how bad it was. The assistant principal doesn't want the picture released. That's how bad it was. So you know it's got to be a pretty good butt whooping if the if the assistant principal doesn't want the doesn't want the picture out there. So he was you know arrested and hauled off. The the student was, but again Northeast is saying if he wants to come back, we have to let him come back because we have an obligation to um, educate him. How many times do you give somebody that kind of chance when they have a history of this? And are you not a little bit concerned after all the stuff we deal with in schools that we later found out, hindsight 2020, that red flags were everywhere? Red flags screaming at you. After something horrendous happens in a school, red flags are screaming, screaming, red flag, red flag. Hey, 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 warning, 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 warning. I'm thinking about the kid down in Parkland. Warning, warning, warning. I mean, red flags. We found out afterwards. Here, according to KSAT defenders now, all alleged, nothing's been proven in a court of law, blah, 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 all that. But, dude, how many times you want to let him back into school? Until something terrible, terrible, awful happens. Because I watched that video. He could have killed that kid the way he was kicking him. You kick some kid in the head against the concrete, guess what? You can cause brain swelling bad enough that it's lights out, baby. Don't forget, we had it happen at Canyon High School a few years ago. Remember? I was just going to mention that. All right. Dude punched a dude. Was it Canyon or New Braunfels? It was Canyon, wasn't it? It was Canyon. Yeah. Dude punched a dude. He's dead. So, anyway. And a Northeast says, we got to let him back in. Got to let him back in. Who's running these schools? Is it the kids? The kids are running the schools, aren't they? No, seriously. The kids are running the schools. The kids are in charge, right? Is that? Am I right about that? Am I wrong? Andrew, go ahead. You're on. I uh, just want to say, what happens when one of the kids that he's bullied brings the guns to school and shoots the kid? Well... <laughs> That's what I just talked about. You know, one of these tragedies, what happens? Yeah. What does happen? So, uh, I, you know, this is, it's ludicrous. It's out of control. It's, it's stupidity when you have kids that are barking and meowing in class that's distracting the other students and the teacher can't get any work done. And, and when the teacher says two plus two equals what? Meow. I know what my dad would have done. <laughs> Now, I don't know your daddy, and I don't know the daddies of these idiots, but I know what my dad would have done. The sound of a belt clearing belt loops is running through Son, he didn't even have to. No, he had them hanging on every doorknob. He didn't have to take it off. He wore suspenders. So he'd go, <laughs> he went, or, or overalls, and all he had to do, and my mama was even better at that. She weighed 98 pounds or 88 pounds. She'd reach over and go, come here, boy. And you'd hear leather. Man, it was over with. And when she started praying, you knew it was deep. Jesus, don't let me kill this child. Jesus, don't let You know, she's from the South, so she talked half black. Jesus, don't let me talk to this child, kill this child. I'm going to kill this child, Jesus. Don't let me kill this child. 210-599-5555. And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Guests of the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware appear courtesy of the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. What happens when one of the kids that he's bullied brings the guns to school and shoots the kid? Well, there was a story not that long ago, I think last week, that they found a gun over there at Johnson. So 
210-599-5555. Okay, on to another story, and then we'll we'll get back to that after the top of the hour news. We got a lot of the news to you know tap into as well. Documents from the Centers for Disease Control CDC show that CDC was tracking you. At least 20 million phones monitoring compliance with COVID-19 policies. So we had the story last weekend from the Wall Street Journal how the FBI has been tracking you and digging into your information without warrants. That was all in the Wall Street Journal last week. I told you about it on Monday. And now a Freedom of, of Information Act request revealing now the CDC bought access to location data harvested from tens of millions of phones in the United States to perform analysis of compliance with curfews, track patterns of people visiting K-12 schools. Are you listening to this? The CDC paid data broker SafeGraph $420,000 for a year's access to location data derived from 20, at least 20 million active cell phone users per day across the United States. So, you know what? The chances of yours being tracked, pretty darn good if they were doing 20 million a day. 20 million a day. You're, you're, you, they were tracking you. Why? Why are they tracking you? Well... They were tracking activity, hourly tra- uh, activity in curfew zones to make sure that people were minding the curfews. They had detailed accounts of visits to participating pharmacies for vaccine monitoring, watching your phone. You were going to the pharmacy to get a vaccine. They were watching you. The CDC had purposefully created an open-ended list of use cases, monitoring curfews, neighbor-to-neighbor visits, you and your neighbor went to talk. You both had phones on you. Guess what? They were monitoring you guys. And you know they can hear. And you know they can see. You got a camera and a microphone on your phone. They were watching you when you went to church, when you went to school, when you went to the pharmacy. Visits to parks and gyms and weight management businesses. They purchased the U.S. Core Place Data Weekly Patterns Data. How much time were you in home at your house to analyze compliance with stay-at-home orders from the CDC? I want to talk about that some more uh, when we come back. But, yeah, the t- totally Orwellian, you know. Uh, this, this administration, between the Ministry of Truth and now we're finding out, tracking your cell phones to see. 071. Everybody's hypocritical because the people who are complaining about democratic norms under Donald Trump are now have no problem with this violation of norms, and the people who had no problem with the violation of norms under Trump are now all of a sudden talking about the importance. It's of these absolutely things. a breach, and absolutely, it, it's impossible to run a Supreme Court if you're going to be having draft opinions leaked. There's no question about that. All right, so that's the that's the Tapper Show, and we're going to be talking about that uh, after the bottom of the hour. Coming up at 6:35, when John Hayward joins me, 6:07, Trey Ware, KTSa. 550 KTSA FM 107.1, the com. Comments about the bathroom floor coming up. Uh, comments about a very interesting video I've been watching this morning. i got that for you. CDC tracking you by your phone as well. i got all this stuff coming your way this morning. But right now, we've been talking about the last uh, hour. We were talking about the story over at Alamo Heights High School where our Alamo Heights Junior High and the elementary school, two stories. Uh, you got one who's a boy who is uh, trans and going into the girls' bathroom. That's one. The other story is girls in the middle school over there who are uh, identifying as animals, barking and meowing when asked a question, disrupting the class, but teacher can't do anything about it because, no, teacher can't do anything about it because the schools are out of control. And then I got this Johnson High story. And, and, and I do tell you, this this is a story that's been around since last October. But it, it, and it's been building over time and continues to build. But the KSAT Defenders has the video on their website. If you want to go over to KSAT and check it out, you can check out the video. But basically what happened, in case you're just now waking up, uh, you know, a guy's horse playing in a, in, a, in a school. One of them reaches over. I guess it was, it was uh, P.E. time. Pulls the shorts down on another guy. It's happened a gazillion times, okay? You just pull your shorts up and walk on. But instead of doing that, this guy turns around and beats this kid to an inch of his life. Wrong kid. All right, and then he's expelled for a short amount of time, has to go to alternative school or whatever, comes back. This is all alleged, by the way, got to be proven in the court of law. But anyway, comes back and then beats the snot out of a, an assistant principal so badly the assistant principal's in a hospital and doesn't want the, the pictures. Of, that's how bad the whooping was. He beats an assistant principal to an inch of his life. And uh, so, he, you know, he's hauled off, arrested and all that. But then the school says, well, hey, listen, 
if he wants to come back, we're going to let him come back because we have to let him come back. And I'm like, how many red flag warnings do you need? Every time we have a tragedy in a school, we look back and we go, 2020 hindsight, we had red flags all over the place. How many red flags do you want? Lisa Pyatt is the uh, mom of the boy who was who was beat up over there at the school, and she's joining me on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. I appreciate your time this morning, Lisa. Thank you for being on. Good morning. Did I get that about right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And my son was not the one who pulled. That's what I said. Pulled the kids. Yeah. Yes, and in fact, he didn't even know that happened. He just happened to be kind of going by with some of his other friends. Good so. lord, how is he today? Well, you know, he's 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 good. I mean, he's he's a different kid than than he was then. But um, you know, we're working through it and and you know, I really just hope nobody else has to go through this. But it seems like it's going to going to keep happening and you know, it's very strange. If I kicked, you know, punched my kid in the face and head and kicked him in the face and head and stomped on his head and sent him to school, the school would call the authorities. I'd be arrested and they'd take him from me. But yet that's the way I receive him from school. And they said, well, yeah, um, but just know that, you know, the student will be back. I'm like, what do you mean he'll be back? Yeah. Yes. Well, well, he'll be back. Yeah. That's because everybody's entitled to an education. Aubrey Chancellor said it's tough. The video's tough to watch. But, again, we must follow the law. And, uh, yeah, we certainly understand that there's concern. But we must follow the law at the end of the day. And so uh, it's very, very limited situations we can expel students, such as a student being a known sex offender. But uh, they're all entitled to a public education. I know that's difficult to hear. When you said your son is different today, what do you mean? Well, I mean, he he's got you know some anxiety some depression from it you know imagine trying to learn in an environment where the stalkers running you know the assaulters running around and or who knows how many other ones are out there running around just looking for you know to hurt someone so i mean you know it's it's just different and then of course you know he has to deal with with just people saying stuff hey you know this person's over there or there he is and and, you know, it's like I said, it, there was no prior um, beef or or anything going on with, with this individual. My son just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. So, you know, that kind of makes you look at everyone differently, mm. doesn't it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. It does. Been there. Uh, had it happen to me twice in school, once in middle school, once in high school. And in both cases, I was the innocent guy. They came came after the wrong guy. And one of them, I had a knife pulled on me, and that'll change you in a hurry. And so yeah. I completely understand exactly PTSD and depression and, uh, and a lot of fear, yeah. a lot of anxiety, high anxiety. You're, you're, on, uh, you're on your guard all the time, particularly this story from April 22nd, gun found inside Johnson High School student's car, principal says. That's the a, that's a headline. I'm just uh, curious, you know, as a mama, um, I, I mentioned red flags. You know, we've had tragedies at schools. And we look back and we go, well, we can certainly see red flags were all over the place, right? And uh, th- this, to me, if I was running a school, if I was running a district, I'd be saying, this is some serious red flag. This person is never coming back to my school ever again. Well, the thing is this. I mean, how unintelligent does it sound to say, yep, they're entitled to an education. And, you know, I'm, I'm a full believer in education. I, I am not trying to take education from anyone. But then to say, you know, or actually not really say, but imply, yep, we know this is happening. We're letting these repeat offenders back in, but we're not going to do anything different. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to beef up security. We're not going to do anything to sort of keep them away from the students who want to be there and learn. We just, this is the way it is. And, and here you go. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing about it too. You sound like a concerned mama and involved parent and you you know, you, you do what you're supposed to do with your child or children. Um, but there are so many others out there who just pay no attention whatsoever. So you've got a situation here in a lot of cases in, in education, you've got, uh, either lawyers or you got crazy parents, or you've got students who are running the schools these days. And, uh, this kind of thing is just out of control. And so uh, there is no way there is no way that guy should ever be allowed back in in a school like that in a public school like that if this if these charges are proven and all this stuff goes through the court system blah 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 
Uh, because how many other mamas and daddies out there like you would be very concerned? I know I would be. Well, that's why I'm just trying to raise attention because I think a lot of people don't know. I didn't know that this is the way it was. And, you know, to your point yeah. earlier, what what happens when this student gets a gun, when they let him back on the third time and now he, he gets a gun or a knife? Yeah. Well, God forbid that that ever happened. But, again, you know, in situations where we have tragedies in schools, we look back and we can say, Red flags, red flags, red flags. And if this isn't a bunch of red flags screaming at us, I've never seen it. Well, Lisa, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to stay in touch with you uh, just to see how this whole thing develops and what goes on. And, and if anything new comes up, like you find out he is coming back to school or something like that, will you, will you holler at us and let us know? Sure. Great. No problem. I appreciate your time and, and our, all of our best to your son. Thank you for coming on. Lisa Pyatt joining us here on KTSA. Again, that story is over on KSAT. The Defenders did a story on it. You can see the video over there. It's Wednesday, May 4th. The Democrats are still in control, and that means everything is costing you more. Illegal immigration is overrunning U.S. cities. Violent crime rules the streets. But, 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 November is coming. And, fellas, when we come back from the break, I'm going to share with you guys a video I'm watching that's hilarious. <laughs> it's a hilarious video. And it's not the one you sent me, uh, Chris, but we can talk about that one, too. I got to tell you about Primo Processing. Yesterday, I got to the house, and I said, what are we going to do for lunch? And Nancy said, how about some of that uh, sausage? I said, perfect. Great. Because I bought a pig and had Primo Processing process the pig. And I had, we did sausage and, and bacon and, uh, you know, all, all the stuff. And, man, so good, so good. They smoked it perfe- perfectly. They got the right sage in there. They got the right spices in there, the way I like my sausage done. And it's so, so good. And you know what else I like about it? It's white meat coming from a pig. That means it's all good for you, too. And Primo did it all for me, and I'm so happy. And thank you, Primo. I love your Primo passion. Now, here's what I've done, folks, so that you can experience Primo's passion as well. I put together a, a Trayware sampler box. All right? That's what it's called, Trayware sampler box it's not a tiny little thing it's big box all right and it's loaded down with sliced jerky jerky and chunk jerky and primo sticks and dry sausage and spicy primo sticks that's kind of like you know those slim gems you buy those things are junk this is the great stuff baby snack away at this when you're out on a job site and then of course dry sausage with chili pekin and so much more that i put in there for you and if you'll use my name, Ware, W-A-R-E, when you log on to primo-processing.com, you're going to get 10% off and free shipping anywhere in the USA. That's Ware, W-A-R-E, at Primo Processing. AccuWeather, a high today of 89, chance for storms tomorrow, 85. But then here comes the heat, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 94 on Friday. And we're looking at triple digits, a possibility over the weekend, but super high real feels over the weekend as well. So be prepared for that. Sun or a knife. All right, it's uh, 621 at KTSA. Fellas, I just wanted to tell you, the shiny on the bathroom floor is not wet. <laughs> oh, what happened? Well, I threw the door open, and it's all shiny, the bathroom floor. Okay. And I thought, oh, wet floor, you know, and I was looking for the the yellow thing that we have that they put up, the cone thing that says Piso Mojado. Right. Right. It doesn't say that. that, that that's nowhere around. It so. just says P. <laughs> no? Oh. Bathroom floor, not wet. Right. You see, they had a Target thing. You had posted they had a Target practice thing there. Right. Well, what happened was, and I found out that there was a problem with the urinal. At, right. At and it was Target point. practice, right? And so in order to keep people from using it, because you know how we are of course. in this building. If it says don't use it, well, you know what? That's what's going to happen. We're going to use it. Exactly. And so we're going to challenge others to do so as well. They not only cover the urinal, but they put, <laughs> they took that blue tape. On the floor. And put it on the floor. Don't stand here when it don't use this or whatever. In the zone. Yeah, and it cracked me up because even after they fixed the urinal, they they didn't take the tape up off the floor. And I'm thinking, well, I can hit it from here. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say is it was kind of like the three-point line, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> right. It was a challenge. Yeah. Can, can you make it from half court? <laughs> right? I don't have to go that bad. It would have to be the one point line. <laughs> For <No>. you. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> oh, God. Well, <laughs> we're going to take one half point away from Chris. Yeah, but uh, right. anyway, uh, I just wanted you to know, that's the first thing you'll think when you open a bathroom door. Whoa, it's shiny. It must be wet. Right. It's not. They it's waxed not the floor. They, they waxed it, and oh. they put some sort of shiny stuff on it. Right. So it really glows. Well, It's got a wonderful sheen to it. <laughs> but uh, you won't slip and fall. It looks like you, it's it's 
it, it's deceptive because it looks like you're going to slip and fall. Okay. But so, you can still stand as far back as you want. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. That's why the wax is on there. It's easy to clean up, so don't yeah, worry about it. Go. All right, so um, I'm watching this video. A friend of mine tweeted this video out. And I just, I was laughing. Could, could, you, could you hear me laughing in here a minute ago? I was laughing so hard in here I wanted to die, man. So this guy walks into a classroom setting. The bunch of fellas sitting around on uh, tables, and there's an instructor at the front, right? So the guy walks in, and he's, he <laughs> tells all the people in there, hey, give me your money, <laughs> okay? He's holding up this classroom. <laughs> and, so, and so the instructor walks over to him and says, get the hell out of my classroom. And the guy turns around to leave without any money or anything, right? Right. They, meanwhile, another instructor uh, that was also in the front of the classroom had called 911. So on the outside camera, you see the cops pulling up. Come to cops. But when the dude walks outside, he encounters the cops. Cops say, stop. Well, the guy doesn't stop, so the cops try to tackle him, right? Well, then he's breaking away from the cops, and he's trying to get the cop's gun now, or something, you know, looks like it anyway, from the video. And he breaks away from the cops. Well, meanwhile, everybody, all the students from the classroom and the instructors from the classroom, you know where this is going? They all come running outside. They're all adult men wearing blue jeans and T-shirts and boots and stuff like that. Oh, no. They come running outside. <laughs> it was a concealed license handgun class. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a bad idea. <laughs> and, I don't know where the guy is now. I really don't. I, you know, he could be in heaven, hell, or in a hospital somewhere. Still running, but, perhaps. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah. perhaps he's still running because the, the video did end right at the last moment. But they all drew down, every one of them. Reached down, and I thought, you know, how dumb do you need to be to walk into a concealed carry class and hold it up? Right. How stupid! He got shot by them all. They all, every one of them, kind of did a, a U and. All of them pulled their weapons. All ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the cop said, thank you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't help but laugh because it just, you know, criminals are stupid. They just really, you know. Yeah, it didn't do his research. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> you got to prepare. If you got to commit a crime, you got to prepare for these types of things. Go in and hold up a concealed yeah, carry you, class. You can't just walk in there all willy-nilly thinking you're going to get away with some cash. <laughs> See? You know, that guy's day was completely ruined from that yeah. moment forward, and probably a lot of others. Though, yeah, probably. Anyway, I just thought it was funny. I had to mention it to you. Can you imagine just, when he goes when he goes home and his wife? Well, how was your day? Yeah. <laughs> well, I tried to uh, hold well, up a classroom, or, or he ended up in jail, and the the other guys went, "You sure are dumb. <laughs> how stupid are you? Hey, this guy, yeah. he's he's easy pickings now. Right? He's the bright one. <laughs> he gets to empty the trash every week." CDC, using location data from millions of phones to see if you were obeying the COVID orders. Nope, not making it up. Freedom of information request. 20 million phones a day. CDC was tracking. Where are you? What are you doing? They tracked you. They followed you. 20 million phones a day, which means you're, you were probably followed because there's 20 million different, you know, like rotation. So uh, where were you going? Were you going to church? That was one they were looking at. Were you going to a K-12 through school? That was another one. Were you visiting a neighbor? Were you going to a pharmacy? And in curfew areas, were you violating the curfew? Anybody else other than me got a problem with the government doing all this surveillance? Like we found out over the weekend, the Wall Street Journal reported the FBI did millions and millions and millions of checking in to uh, citizens across the country without warrants this year. Anybody else see that as a problem? The FBI is surveilling you, checking into you, looking at all of your information without a warrant, digging into you. you know, how much money they got? What's in the bank? Where are they Tuesday at 3 o'clock? All that kind of stuff. And the CDC is tracking your phone. By the way, there's a microphone and camera on your phone. They know where you are, and they know what you're saying. Okay? Just so you'll know, they know what you're, where you are and what you're saying. And that's part of this data that was found through a Freedom of Information Act request because they tried to squelch the information, and there was a request that was made, and guess what? Turns out, sure enough, CDC was tracking you. And now they've got the Ministry of Truth. Don't tell me that they're not going to be listening to your phone and listening to what you're talking about and knock, knock, knock on the door. We're the Ministry of Truth. You were saying something that was not true, and so we're here to set you straight. And complete whole uh, categories of people 
are going to be outlawed in this country by the ministry of truth. Hey, but November's coming, baby. It's not a leak. It's an operation. And the Democrats' goal to pack the court. That's exactly what their goal is from this. They have a bill which will add four. The leadership said they're going to kill the filibuster to do it. That's what this operation called the leak from the Supreme Court is all about. John Hayward will join me. We're going to talk about it. Paco Fence Company, Paco's Fence Company is something I want to talk about right now. Because if you're looking for a fence of any size, any description made out of any material, then Pecos is the company you want building that fence. Whether it's a, a, a ranch piece of property somewhere where you've got hundreds of acres or you've got a business in San Antonio that you need to protect your assets with that business, the building and uh, all the other assets, or it may be that you've got a piece of property here in town right in the neighborhood and you've got to build a fence around that neighborhood. You need a beautiful fence or fence repair or replacement. They do it all at Pecos Fence Company from Cedar Privacy to beautiful steel fences. I told you a neighbor across the street put one up because he put a pool in and man is it a gorgeous looking thing. He'll, they will also uh, over Pecos sell you everything so that you can do the work yourself and save the labor costs if you so choose. Pecos Fence Company, 210-655 Color, they will be forced to have um, pregnancies that they cannot afford to terminate and pregnancies that will then turn into children. Oh no! They're going to have a pregnancy that's going to turn into a child. No, God no! Please don't let that happen. we got to stop that immediately. Hey, look, it's not a leak. It's an operation. I told you that yesterday for two reasons. Number one, they want to fire up the base. They had nothing for the midterms, and they're hoping this will do it. It's not going to. Number two, and probably more importantly, most importantly, their goal has been all along to pack the court. They already have a bill which would add four. The leadership said yesterday, we're going to kill the filibuster to do it. That's the goal, and they're going to use this to kill the filibuster and pack the court meanwhile the chief justice says we're going to do an investigation joe biden says anybody ought to be able to abort a child a what joe a child what joe a child (laughs) oh numb nuts at it again and now they're going to go they're going to tell you you can't marry the same sex they're going to tell black people they got to get back in change even though the opinion explicitly states only applies to abortion but who cares about the facts and the truth? And John Hayward, the real president, came out with his comments about it. Barack Obama said overturning Roe versus Wade would be a blow to all who believe in free society. Have you noticed, John, how uh, Barack ha- has now you know forced himself to the front again because Joe is so cognitively impaired that the real president, the guy who's been running the show all along with Valerie Jarrett and Susan Rice and Samantha Power and probably his wife involved, he's finally having to step up front because Joe can't do it anymore, can he? That is one of the problems here. The Democrats have severely underestimated, and you're right, this is an orchestrated operation. It's obvious this wasn't just a leak. It wasn't one person. This is a Democratic Party operation. It's an attack on America. It's the Democratic Party attacking America because they're desperately afraid of what's going to happen to them in the midterms. They're going to get destroyed, and they're trying to stave it off. But one of the things they miscalculated when they set this operation up is that you can't run this kind of hair-on-fire public relations operation when the titular leader of your party is a veg. So the one thing Joe Biden does is he waddles out there and admits that children are being killed in abortions. And then notice they shoved him in a closet. You haven't seen him since he said that. And there were actually a bunch of these kookaburro protesters out there in front of the Supreme Court. And they were chanting, where's Joe? Where's Joe? <laughs> they're, they're all just like devastated that he's nowhere to be found as they try to, to march to war to protect Roe versus Wade. So, no, you can't do this kind of thing with a president that's as useless as Biden or Kamala Harris. She went out and gave a speech. And, I mean, she's not going to persuade anybody. She, she turns people off. And, you know, the fact is, this this whole fight is getting so hysterical on the Democrat side. It is not doing them any favors. The public has already concluded correctly that the Democratic Party is a group of insane fringe extremists that, that have very little respect for the American system at all, very little affection for the American country at all. You know, and everything they do breaks the rules, is illegal, forces you to do things. So here they are breaking the law to start their, their orchestrated operation to protect Roe versus Wade. And most of the country, you know, they don't 
don't believe in abortion on demand. There's, there's no polling majority whatsoever for that. The only real bump in the polls you see where people seem to have some agreement is that they're generally in favor of keeping first trimester abortions, the early ones, and that's probably what would mostly happen with Roe versus Wade gone in state legislatures. So this is all this hysterical overreaction, and I just don't think the American public is going to buy into it, not in substantial numbers. It certainly isn't going to distract them from Joe Biden destroying the economy. People that are paying twice as much for food are not going to say, oh, gee, wait, no, they're in favor of Roe versus Wade, so I guess I'll vote to have some more of this crap. Well, that's right, and, and everything else that has been happening, and we have a border that has completely collapsed, and they are doing all they can do to usher in as quickly as they can all their future voters. By And what that would do would ensconce Democrats forevermore, and that's what they're doing by collapsing the border, and there are more and more coming. Whether Title 42 goes away or not, we're, we are being inundated, and I'm on the front lines here. I, you know, it's, it's a couple hours to my south and to my west, and John, I can tell you it's been absolutely horrendous and criminal. It has been a dissolution of the uh, sovereignty of the United States that we have been watching. So people know that that's going on. People also know every time they fill up or they go buy some groceries, gas and groceries are way too high. People also know every time they walk out in their streets and there's crime, crime everywhere on their streets. And that's the deal. And that's what matters to people, not this other stuff. All these other you know stupid fights that the Democrats like to fight all the time, that doesn't matter to people. What matters is the stuff that I just talked about. As far as abortion is concerned, man, the science has caught up with Psalm 139. And the science now says that's a baby. That is a human being in there. They can now find out that the, the DNA is separate, that there's separate DNA inside of that mama. And so it is clear that is a different living, uh, breathing, or not breathing, but different living human being inside of that mother's womb. And we know that now. And so young people today are far less apt, because they have other choices when it comes to birth control, they're far less apt to buy off on abortion. The abortion industry is going to die because of that reason. And they're fighting. I've always said, uh, John, for 35 years now that abortion is our, our, our liberalism is a religion and abortion is the sacrifice to, that they make to their little G God. And look how they're trying to hold on to it right now uh, in the face of everything else that, that we just talked about. So, yeah, they they orchestrated this. They had the barricades ready. They had the signs ready. They had the statements ready. Everything was ready to go. Took them weeks to put it together. Collusion between them and the, and the alphabet medias that are out there and, uh, and, and tried to force this through. And you can see right through it. The American people being played by these uh, idea fixers out there. Well, it's, it's an interesting contrast here. Roe versus Wade is significant for a number of reasons, and one of the big ones is that it was the beginning of this, this toxic elite attitude that some issues are just going to be taken away from the voters. You're stupid. They know what's right and best for everybody. They're all wise and all-knowing, so they're going to just take this decision away from you, and you'll never be allowed to vote on it again. And that's a pretty straight line that includes immigration. You mentioned immigration, Title 42, the disaster at the border. The American people clearly, by thunderous majorities, want the border brought under control. It's not even close, but it never happens because the elites have decided you don't get to vote on this anymore. Your opinion is not warranted. The laws of the United States do not matter. Their duty as government officials doesn't matter. They have decided that we're going to have mass migration on a titanic scale, and they don't care what you think about it. That is a mindset that really began percolating with Roe versus Wade, and now you see it everywhere. Global warming is like that. All these issues that they've decided, you're no longer allowed to vote on it because you're not qualified, and we have a consensus of experts that's decided for you. That that really began with Roe versus Wade in a big way, and that's what we need to reverse. That needs to be torn down, burned to ash with flamethrowers. Let there be not a single shred of that ideology left in America by the time this coming revolution is done. And it is a revolution. Make no mistake. Look at those primaries last night. The Democrats should be terrified. Phew, man. Coming for them. They, they are not happy right now with Elon breaking away Twitter from their narrative bundle of, of, uh, of media. Uh, and, and by the way, they're gaslighting today because they're talking about well, it could have been a conservative member of the Supreme Court that released that to blunt the effect of their changing the law. No, uh-uh, forget about it. It wasn't a conservative member. My only question is, how high does it go? You know, was there an actual justice that was involved in this? Because we have activist justices, and they're about to add another one. We have activist justices sitting on that Supreme Court. I don't know. And that's the bottom line. We may never know. All I can tell you is it wasn't one person. This was a coordinated effort. 
you know, somebody should ask Katenji Brown Jackson if she still isn't sure what a woman is. Right. Because it seems like her whole party remembered last night, you know, what a woman is. <laughs> now that's, that's not a debate anymore. But you're right. It could go very high. We don't know. I mean, it's speculation. There are theories about who the leaker was, and then we'll have to investigate connections to the leaker. I hope this is very thoroughly investigated. And if the Republicans do, do romp through the House and Senate in November, as they look poised to do, let them use every investigatory power available. Oh. Everybody involved in this goes to jail, and it doesn't matter who it is. If it's a Supreme Court justice, out of the court, into a prison. So yeah. let there be no mercy whatsoever for the people that did this. Our very system is under attack and it must be defended. Well, this this is a true insurrection. January 6th was not. This is an insurrection. Um, now, clean sweep. All 22 Trump-backed candidates win primaries in Ohio and Indiana. What are your thoughts? It's, it's you know, of course, a victory lap for President Trump, and he's going to take one, so he doesn't need me to say that. But it's not just him. I mean, yes, it turns out that he's influential, and he was able to help these people win. But it's more because this is what the voters want. They want pugnacious candidates. I would say, and, and I don't think President Trump will say or, or let me just say it for him, I think a lot of this also has to do with Ron DeSantis. This is a lot of voters looking at what Ron DeSantis is doing in Florida and saying, you know what, we can fight back. We can make this work. We want people that do this. I want people in my state that fight like this, that don't just roll over and declare everything's impossible and nothing can be done and just sit there. You know, I want people that are ready to roll. And all of these candidates, and I'm sure if, if Donald Trump runs again, he's going to say this is going to be his attitude as well. That they want people that will actually wade in there and throw punches and get things to happen. And that's what all these candidates are like. They're all united in that sense. And some of them are very articulate and, and energetic about what they plan to do once they get into office. I have been saying for about two years now, now that your governor is my president and he is my president i'm so sorry but we're gonna steal him and we're gonna take him to washington dc one way or the other i love what he said last week when he said we're not going to have the ministry of truth down here in florida you can forget about it and won't be welcomed here we're not going to coordinate with them forget about it they're not going to be welcomed here in the state of florida the other thing that he has done and this has been so good watching him uh you know push back against disney and we've all we've, we've covered that to you know ad nauseum with, with that whole story about the disney thing but now the wall street journal reports other ceos of major corporations who played the whole woke game who, who played with all that the whole woke game and the whole blm thing because of what ron DeSantis, my president what he did with disney all those other ceos are going um you know Maybe we don't want to be so woke or we may go broke. Uh, let's, let's, let's reassess our wokeism here. I love it. He's having a national effect already, and he's not president yet, but he will be. And that's, that's what people are responding to as voters, what they want. And I hope all the Republicans understand this. Everybody running uh, understands this. What we're seeing is the shattering of the old consensus and that sense that everything is cooked, that the progressives have bamboozled us, the communists, the collectivists. They said there's no going back. We can never undo what they've done. Everything that they take away from us, every power they seize, every gigantic bloated program they dump on us is forever, and it can never be canceled and never be taken away. And here you've got DeSantis and these other people people that are, are following in that footsteps and they're saying that's not true you know what you can defeat woke corporations they're not invincible powers they're not your overlords you, you can defeat them if you just fight smart and that that's what he's doing and we need more of that if roe versus wade goes down well there's another piece of the liberal empire that we were told is chiseled in stone and eternal and can never be taken away even though most of the public never supported what it imposed upon them this is the people taking back democracy taking back real power it's a glorious sight to behold all right, let's just mess around for one second here. I got to go, but let's just mess around for a second. Just just, just for fun. Just two guys having fun talking politics, okay? Let's say that he does become the nominee. There's going to be a lot of others to talk about. You know, we got Tom Cotton and and uh, hopefully Tim Scott, people like that, that are going to jump in. Okay, so just put that all aside for a minute, and, and DeSantis is the nominee. Who do you think is a good number two? Boy, that's an interesting question. I mean, they're, they're not going to want to take anybody that's a real rising star, you know, that can get some good done as a governor, you know, or that's it's really clutch and, and pivotal as a senator. So I kind of think he'd be looking for somebody with some crossover appeal into the old guard Republican Party, somebody that's got a little establishment cred, but that sees things his way somebody that that's like ready to fight and wants to prove it and that would be an important transitional moment for the party you know to move away from the old Mitt Romney do nothing attitude gentleman loser stuff mm -hmm. and turn into more of a fighting trim of a party it wouldn't be a Mike Pence you know it wouldn't be somebody mm -hmm. that, that's already had a, an established mm -hmm. portfolio like that no I, I think I, it, 
Go ahead. But I also it would I also don't think it would be like a pundit celebrity type. It's going to be somebody with some some background, and that's going to be the importance of that symbolic choice. Is that here's the old guard of the party, the establishment. They're on board with me. They're coming along for the ride. Yeah. And we're, we're gonna, we're gonna I didn't think about that. You, you might be right about that. I'm ready to dispatch uh, totally and completely with the Bushes and the uh, you know uh, the Romneys and all. I'm I'm done with all those people. They they did us no good, and we gave them se- several shots to do so, and they refused to. I like Christy Noam. Um, she doesn't fulfill the establishment thing that you're talking about, but I love her views on freedom and unleashing freedom across the country. I'll let you go, and we'll talk about that some more as time goes on. I appreciate you, John. Thank you. Thanks for having me. That's John Hayward, Breitbart.com, the author of Dr. Zero, Year One. My friends at Quarter Moon, Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Look, we're talking about super hot weekend. I got the forecast coming up, a super hot weekend. Triple digits, and the real field temperature is going to be even higher than that because of humidity. Have you had quarter moon? Look at your AC yet. Well, do it, do it, do it, and do it sooner rather than later. You don't want this thing, you know, dying out on you, especially this weekend. You want to make sure that it's ready to go, and quarter moon will make sure that it's ready to go. They come out, they check out the compressor and all the coils outside, clean all that, get all the grass and the the tree, all the stuff out of there. They clean the drain lines, and then they go through, and they make sure the unit inside is looking good and doing what it's supposed to be doing, too. All for a very nominal fee. And then they they guarantee their work over at quarter moon. They always have. They always will. And if you need a plumber, it doesn't matter if it's the middle of the night, weekend, in the afternoon. I don't care when you need a plumber. You call quarter moon. They'll get somebody out there at a fully stocked truck ready to take care of you at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC at 210 6 It's Fed Funds target rate by half percentage point later today. This is an all-in effort to bring inflation down, which stands at 8.5%, a 40-year high. Just six weeks ago, Americans were facing sharply higher borrowing costs as the Feds launched an aggressive campaign of interest rate hikes to curb soaring inflation. Now the Fed is putting those rates on steroids, and consumers will have to dig deeper into their wallets to pay off loans. And reports indicate the Fed won't be done there. The central bank is likely to keep pushing borrowing costs higher in the months to come. I'm Mike Bauer. Money flowing into the Democratic Party after a leaked draft of a Supreme Court opinion showed Roe v. Wade might be overturned. CNBC reports the donation website ActBlue has seen over $7 million worth of donations since Monday night. The Democratic National Committee sent a text out to potential donors saying they must hold the GOP accountable for their attacks with a link to the SCOTUS leak. The text offered a way to donate to the DNC. I'm Trey Thomas. Police looking for a man who shot another man at an apartment complex on the southeast side. Officers got the call from the 3200 block of Bullmore Drive just before 9 o'clock Tuesday night. Witnesses tell police a group of four people were in the parking lot. One of them pulled a gun and started shooting. One person, reported to be a man in his 20s who was visiting someone at the complex, was shot in the head. He's in critical condition. Police still looking for the shooter, who is said to have left the scene in a beige-colored Hyundai Elantra. Investigators still working to determine a motive. Northside ISD residents are going to vote Saturday on a bond proposal. with nearly a billion dollars, money for improving and renovating the district schools. Superintendent Dr. Brian Woods says 95% of the money would go towards upgrading schools that are 40 years old or older. The district's enrollment growing significantly in recent years, Woods insisting the bond proposal does not involve a tax rate increase. Fort Worth will be crossing George Strait's mind quite a bit in November. The King of Country announcing back-to-back concerts in Cowtown. He'll perform at Fort Worth's Dickies Arena November 18th and 19th. If you want tickets, they go on sale next Friday, May 13th. KTSA News Time is 7.02. The Spurs will play some home games away from home. Rudy J has sports. Passes on a 3-2 vote. That was Bear County Judge Nelson Wolf. Yesterday, Bear County commissioners gave the Spurs preliminary approval to play four games away from the AT&T Center for one year. Spurs were looking for a two-year agreement, and while the vote was positive, Judge Wolf said there are still questions that need to be answered. That's not a good sign. It shows you that there's a divided opinion in this community as to the intention of the Spurs, that there's a, a lot of concern about just what the heck you're doing. In Major League Baseball, the Houston Astros got a 4-0 win over the Seattle Mariners as Dusty Baker picked up win 2,000. He is the 12th in Major League history and the first black manager to do so. They wrap up the series today at 110. The Texas Rangers got a 6-4 win over the Philadelphia Phillies in their series opener, a series they continue tonight 
with first pitch set at 545. The San Antonio Missions beat the Corpus Christi Hooks 9-7 in their series opener. They continue that series tonight with first pitch from Whataburger Field set for 635. For San Antonio Sports Star, I'm Rudy J.